1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it. TNC's apply.
0: Finch on strike. And wax it over the top. They're getting back. They're not going to catch it. Australia is alive. Their defence is alive. Aaron Finch was rock solid. Marcus Stoinis was bloody brilliant. It happened last night at Perth Stadium. I don't know if Finch was rock solid. He, he stayed in, but he wasn't rock solid. He was anything but. Carved up. Yeah, but he, uh, he got... Split in two a couple yeah, of times. Well, that was Bill Kumar was... Uh, sorry, uh... Uh, Uh, A couple in the middle of the bat. He he was the most frustrated
1: I think I've seen a batsman.
0: Yeah, exactly right. um, Look, I don't... (laughs) As I said, he needed to stay in. No no doubt about that. He needed to stay in. Trent Copeland is a part of the SEN uh, commentary team, of course, and you'll hear him in action uh, today. Of course, he would be tied because he may have stayed up to all hours over there on the East Coast. Of course, he'll be a part of the commentary team. Today, we've got two games on SEN cricket and on the SEN network, England versus Ireland and Afghanistan versus New Zealand. TC, appreciate your time. Did you stay up and watch it? Oh, I stayed up and watched a bit of it. She's what a great call that was. I wonder who was looking after the game last night. <laughs> Dave, be careful. <laughs> be careful where you go. Uh, you, do you do you reckon Jared Whaley, and you sit alongside Jared yeah. Whaley, do you reckon Jared would go with this little one after Maxie hit a six last night? Have a listen. whackety whack
2: whack. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think he's more of a classical, mm. uh, methodical mm. voice of cricket. Maybe so. not quite as energy, energy-filled energy as you, but uh, oh, I absolutely loved it. And, hey, what about the show the boys put on with the bat last
0: night? Yeah, very much so, and, and that man's story was simply amazing. Uh, a win's a win, isn't it? And they got a bit better of the, the of the net run rate, which they needed to do, especially when uh, I think Marsh got in them late. Uh, Maxi did okay, and also Stoinis. Uh Look, let's just cover off on 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 Finch. He needed to stay in at the end. It, he 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 was frustrated. He thought it, he batted terribly. I think it was his lowest strike rate when he scored over 15 runs. There were so many things about the innings, but he stayed in, and they needed him to stay in.
2: Yeah, and I think it. It goes without saying that Australia and you know the boys around him will have wanted him to get a knot out, to get us over the line, but also just to figure things out on the go so that come the business end of the tournament, he's flying and he and Davey Warner at the top of the order are going together and that's what helped us win that tournament last year. So, look, I, I could not agree more. I actually couldn't care less about the scorecard, what it reads, what the strike rate was. Finchy got us home, he was not out. Uh, and the boys around him in mean Marcus Stoinis, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, uh, you know, they did the business as far as looking after the net run rate. So I think there's a lot of positives to come out of the game. And there were some interesting tactical things that went on during the game. Mitchell Stark not taking the first ball for Australia, mm. which was interesting, after Finn Allen took him to pieces at the SCG a couple of nights ago. And then... Oh, the local lad uh, Agar comes in and just you know looks after Adam Zampa's spot just beautifully. I thought he was
1: excellent. What about the uh, coach? The, the the fast bowlers you mentioned Stark there, but uh, I mean Cummins last over was Oregon has boarded on as bad as Nawaz the other day for Pakistan. But um, <laughs> our, our our fast bowlers, um, how do you think they performed, and how do you think they're going?
2: Uh, I think it's a, an interesting one. I, I find it very difficult to actually judge people on one performance or one, you know, block of two overs or a power play in T20 cricket because it's so condition specific. It's so, you know, literally slog or miss or shank into a gap or a top edge over the keeper can be the difference between going for twelves and over and going for sixes and over. Uh, I think you've really got to be able to back in, okay, these are our best three bowlers and we need to give them three games at least to understand the match-ups, take the games head-on. They got done by New Zealand and I thought largely they were really good last night. So, um, yeah, there's some interesting things on what's our best power play combination. Uh, If Stark's not going to take the new ball, Josh Hazelwood has been uh, probably the number one bowler in world T20 cricket in the last 18 months. So... It's a pretty handy replacement with that brand-new
0: pellet. Trent Copeland is our guest, SEN cricket expert, and they back on on the back of Australia winning last night here in Perth in front of 25 and change, 25,000 and change. They now go to Melbourne. Of course, today we see England play at the MCG. Australia flies out and joins them there for a Friday night fixture. Trent, from what we've seen and ahead of what we're going to see today with England, who are expected to win... Any hope, Australia? Is is that a momentum shifter for Australia, what we saw last night? Or are you still concerned?
2: Uh, I I think it is a bit of a momentum shifter. and I I actually think it was essential we had that game sandwiched between the loss to New Zealand and a must-win game against England in what's going to be a packed-out crowd. Um, I think, personally, England's best day is the best team in the competition. So that's what we need to worry about, is how do we get England off their best day? How can we knock them around uh, and get them, you know, just a little off kilter so that we have a chance uh, to take them down? But, look, there, there will be no wavering in that change room. Uh, I'm, make no mistake about it, that Andrew McDonald, Aaron Finch-led group of guys that won a tournament, you know, under a year ago, just because you lose one game at the start of the tournament doesn't take away from the fact that we're a bloody good team. So... I'm backing the boys in, and I think if they aim up on Friday uh, and get over the line against England, it could actually springboard them into a pretty you know, phenomenal run into the finals. Do you see any changes, Copes, for the England game? Obviously, we're all
1: uh, pushing Cam Green. We want to see him have a crack. They didn't make any changes after a horrible loss to New Zealand. It is horses for courses, T20. Do you see any mix-up in our lineup? Uh,
2: look, I, I thought if there was going to be any changes in the tournament, it may well have been... Uh, in this game last night. So, you know, after that loss, was the team balanced right? Did we go David instead of Smith, for example? Is that the right call? Because someone like Smith, when we're three for not many against New Zealand, you know if you to dial up anyone in world cricket to get us through that situation, it's probably Steve Smith. So, I thought they might have changed that last night, but if they haven't, I think they'll back in this team. The only change I would see. Would be Zampa coming back into the lineup um, at some stage. I don't. I don't actually know the rules around when he's allowed to return. Um, but if we were to play two spinners, that would be the only thing. Keeping Agar in the lineup if it's a slow, uh, abrasive service at the MCG. So I think largely we'll see the same batting group. Unfortunately for Cam Green, who I think is an absolute superstar.
0: Yeah. Well, interesting because Zampa is under the new laws of uh, of the ICC guidelines. He can still play. So he can still play. It depends how... How crooky is he in, in it regards it's to symptom it?
2: symptom-related, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. So, uh, and someone said he's, he's got some weird, he's got some weird f- strain of it. Of course, it could only be Adam Zampa who has a weird strain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Came out of that weird coffee machine and that weird kit that he floats exactly around. Exactly right. And, uh, <laughs> I love uh, you mentioned Steve Smith
1: just before Capes. I've got to say, it did feel weird with his history. It did feel weird and look strange to see him running out and cleaning the boots of the players that <laughs> are out. (laughs) uh, Out there on the pitch batting, it just seemed like that's a big fall.
2: Yeah, well, you know, whether you call it a big fall or not, but, uh, you know, it is ironic that we've got arguably the modern Don Bradman uh, Mm. of cricket, and, you know, he could go down as our best test cricketer of all time. He's scrubbing Uh, Aaron Finch's boots. Yeah, exactly right. So, no, I'm with you there. And, you know, what I loved the other night was uh, a couple of times in the SCG uh, where he had to come on and field and he had so much energy, was sprinting around from fine leg to fine leg, grabbing hats and, um, you know, made a couple of plays in the field. Like, that's a show of character. Like, in his mind, he's the best cricketer in the world. To be left out of a team in a World Cup would really hurt. Um, You know, he's obviously missed a bit of cricket in the last little while as well. That attitude and that character, I think, you know, and I'm sure the rest of the guys would be the same, given the same scenario, but that... That speaks volumes about him and, and where he's at with his cricket. That You know, he's out there scrubbing shoes and uh, getting around for the boys. So yeah, good point. I'm sure if given the opportunity, um, he'll come in and he'll score runs and help Australia win for sure.
0: Nice work. Appreciate your time, mate. All the very best for the rest of the World Cup, the T20 World Cup. You hear it all on SEN and you are one of the, uh, the expert commentators for SEN over this tournament. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy your day. You, Have Trent, a good one. Trent Copeland joining us on the back of Australia. So Australia plays England at the MCG on Friday night. Then they play Ireland, and then they play Afghanistan. They've just got to beat England. They have to beat England. They don't beat England. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They're going to have to be at their very, very best. Hey, plenty of people now want to go to the Perth Wildcats, so we'll organise those tickets. So for those who are texting, uh, we've just got to work out exactly who wants to go and who can go. And we might even get some tickets for the next home game as well. Let's get a breakaway and come back. Simon Miller is the Mayor of Racing of WA, of course, and uh, fresh from winning the Belgravia last weekend with Amelia's jewel, but let's get a breakaway. He's going to join us next. He's got a couple of runners today at Ascot. He's got runners tomorrow at Northam. And how is Amelia's jewel going after her scintillating performance on the weekend? It's a quarter past seven. This is Scotty Ingos.